Welcome back to the Creative Collective Podcast. I am your host, Tyron, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tim, who has come back to join us. It's good to have you back, Tim. Thank you. It's good to uh, it's good to be recording another episode with you. Um, so today is actually going to be a very uh, a very simple episode. We're just going to have a chat about gear, which is something that we all absolutely love. So uh, yeah. Um, we're going to separate it into two halves, just roughly, um, purely for photo and for video. And uh, yeah, just go through an idea of what we use, I suppose, w- would be handy. And then, um, you know, what we advise someone who's starting out to get as, you know, bare bones kit to uh, to get you started in, in the industry. And uh, yeah, we'll have a, have a chat about that. So uh We'll start with photo first, and seeing as though you're our predominantly photo guy, you can you can start with your uh, your list of things. My expertise. <laughs> I don't know about expertise, but oh. we'll accept it. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> this is very unstructured. We're just chatting chatting about gear. Um, I currently shoot with a Canon R6, and. Uh, a 35mm 1.4 and an 85mm 1.2. Those are my go-to <coughs> lenses. And then I do have a couple others in my backpack, just like a 24 105 just if I want something a little wider. And uh, But it's not a great f-stop, so I, I, I don't use it that often. Yeah. Um, I used to carry around a 16 to 35 as well, <laughs> but I uh, sold that boy. Um, I felt it was too wide. Um yeah, so I mean that's that's pretty good gear, I must admit. Um it's it's quite high level. Um when I say high level, it's not beginner stuff. Um and it is quite pricey, so I have worked towards it and it's been an investment to to say the least. And uh and uh, I thought it, I have thought it's been necessary to have that gear, and that's why I own it. But that being said, as a beginner, um I started out, and we're talking 10 years ago, with a Canon 500D, nice little <laughs> DSLR thing. One of the first ones with video. Um, and that actually suited me for quite a while until yeah. I did upgrade, um, I think, to the 650D, <laughs> which I think in America is like the Re- T6i or something, the Rebel T6i. Um, and... I used to shoot the 1855 because that's a kit lens that cam- comes with it. Yeah. But um, soon I got a 50mm 1.8. And no matter what system you're using, you may have heard it a couple of times, and they're not lying. The 50mm 1.8 is the best budget lens you can buy. <laughs> like 100%. Um, and it's just for that aperture, the 1.8. I think when I had the 1855 and I started photography, I was like, I mean, that can go to 50. Why do I need why do I need this other lens? That's just going to cost me some money. Yeah. Um, as soon as I got it, it was a game changer. Yeah. And I think I actually shot a full wedding on just the 50 mil ones back in the day. Yeah. That's believable. And, uh, I feel like we all kind of had that in our kit at some <laughs> point. Um, and yeah, but, uh, that being said, the best bit of advice I can, I can give someone that wants to go into wedding photography, especially mm. is, um, depending on price as well, I know that's a big factor, is find something that has dual card slots. 
And that's something we were talking about. I mean, I feel like we talk about it at every wedding. Do you have both cards in? Yeah. Um, and fortunately, I've never had um, the problem with it. I mean, before I had the R6, I actually had the R before, and that only has one card, uh, one SD card slot. And I've never had a problem. But I have heard some horror stories, and I would definitely suggest uh, investing in, in one of the two cards just because if your card crashes you literally you've lost the wedding and then you lose all the money you spend all the time there you don't have any portfolio the clients are upset they want their money back and and it's just a mess it just yeah. is the worst possible situation yeah um so if that's one bit of advice i can say is get a camera with a dual card slot i'm i'm promoting canon here because i'm a canon user <laughs> We have a Sony user next to me, and uh, not for much longer. <laughs> I don't know where which of the Sony ranges. I know the A seven threes and fours have dual card slots. Um, yeah. I don't know about the A six thousand range, um, but uh, yeah, that's cool. my one bit of advice. Cool. And then, obviously, as I said, you're you're our main kind of photographer within the business. What do you use in the way of? Uh, lighting and stuff like that and before we get into that you've obviously <coughs> spoken about your lenses um how many how many batteries do you think you go <laughs> how through? many are necessary or how, how many do i use how many do you use and how many do you think are necessary um so <laughs> in my camera bag i carry nine batteries <laughs> but i don't go through all of them i'd say i probably go through about five in a day uh in a yeah. waiting day um i do shoot i do tend to overshoot um and I think with mirrorless, that's one of the big changes. I mean, we can talk about DSLR versus mirrorless if we wanted to, but... Uh, I don't think we have the time. I don't think we have the time. <laughs> one of the big uh, big differences is, uh, for me, um, is how quickly it shoots. And yeah. and I can get... I can just put the shutter down and it can go. And yeah. I say the shutter, it doesn't actually have a shutter. <laughs> it doesn't have yeah. a, a mirror, let's say. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I go through about six, 7,000 photos in a wedding day, which is quite hefty, but that's why we use Aftershoot. <laughs> that's why we <laughs> use Aftershoot, absolutely. Um, <laughs> that's for the culling. But uh, yeah, so they say the mirrorless ones, are, it's the batteries last based on how many photos you take. That's not really true. Um, although that is how they say it can last like 400 shots or whatever. Yeah. It, also, it depends if your camera's on the whole day or if you turn it off at some points, like when you travel between the church and the reception or something. Mm. Um, I'm pretty careful with the batteries. I don't I don't like just have them on running all the time. Um, mm. And that's also because I know my camera so well. I know if it's on or off just based on where my, my hands are on the camera. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I carry nine in my bag just as like an in-case. In yeah. But also because I do shoot video from time to time, I think video eats a lot more battery than photo does. Yeah. Um, but I would say I go through between four and five a day. I'd say max five. I don't, I don't surpass that. Yeah. Um, and in terms of lighting, I have a Canon 600 EXRT mm-hmm. and a Godox V863. And I'm thinking of getting rid of the Canon and going for another Godox. Um, just because I also have the Godox X-T2, which is a trigger. Um, So I can have that on my camera and then I can shoot off-camera flash or I can have it on the other side of the room for speeches or for dancing or something like that. Um, Yeah, it's quite nice to be able to move around. Yeah. Um, And then I have the 600 as a backup, which I don't always use. Um, Yeah. Cool. Well, it's a a, a decent enough setup and, you know, obviously we'll get into 
what everyone should have as a bare bones kit mm. kind of towards towards the end of this episode as as a closing uh, segment um but yeah i'll uh, i'll have a chat about video yeah um obviously for me personally i use i use sony as you say i've got three a7-4s that i use they're absolute work workhorses i couldn't be without them um absolutely love them they're the most important things for me ultimately is that they've got continuous recording so that's handy for ceremonies and for speeches yes that's all you sony guys talk about is the continuous recording <laughs> between just color and canon. continuous recording that's all we really need just because canon stops at 30 minutes <laughs> we're getting rid of it the r5 and the r6 updates we're okay <laughs> but uh but yeah that was that was the main thing the initial thing that that motivated me to go, go towards sony was that at the time they were pretty much the only mainstream mirrorless cameras that had dual card slots mm. i think the r had just come out i can't remember maybe it wasn't even out yet but it only had the one card slot so whether you shoot photo or video two card slots i think are an absolute must because to have that redundancy is is hugely important um so yeah that that's what i that's that, those are the cameras that i use the lenses that i use I've got the twenty mil, uh, sorry, the Sony twenty mil one point eight, which is what we're filming on right now. I've got the uh, Sigma thirty five mil one point two, which, despite its weight, <laughs> is an incredible lens. I I I love it. Um, it it's on a wedding day. I've, I'm usually running that and the eighty five mil one point four, also from Sigma. The two lenses together are an amazing combination. Uh, for photo and video so although the the 35 mil 1.2 is not a it's not a comfortable gimbal lens so that's that's the one thing to keep in mind <coughs> is uh try not try not fly that on the gimbal um yeah so those are, those are my three main lenses i've got a couple of other lenses that i don't, don't really use in the wedding business but but those that that's what i use for for weddings and in terms of batteries i've got eight in my case and uh, I must be honest I go through seven sometimes eight <laughs> on a wedding day I think That's some stressful. of them yeah I think some of them are getting a bit old now so you know there's there's probably that I think if I if I had to replace them all with with new batteries I might I might get through maybe five or so mm. probably similar to to what you do um, but that's video and I'm obviously very very conscious of yeah, switching off the cameras when they're not in use as well because that can as you say that can eat into eat into your batteries so it's good to have enough but we're also not saying go out and buy you know 10 or 12 batteries yeah. just just be it um, also depends what uh, mode you shoot on like if you shoot log which we do then yeah it takes a lot more battery but if you just shoot like all eye or um i can't think of the other one yeah, that's just the neutral S profile. So yeah. yeah, then it uses a lot less battery, and you can get away with it. Yeah, absolutely. And then in terms of a gimbal, I've got the OG Ronin S, so nothing spectacular with that. It's still a still an awesome gimbal. I know you've had your complaints about using it from time <laughs> to time, but that's only because I have the RS two, and uh, <laughs> I definitely think you should upgrade. Yeah, the motors are incredible. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the OG Ronin S two it does the job. Um, it is showing its age. It it's somewhat falling apart in places. As long as it works, does a good job. Um, in terms of audio, I 
I've got quite a few things that I use for audio. First and foremost, for Scratch, we use what we're using right now, which is the Rode VideoMic Go 2. Um, I never got to use the VideoMic 1s, but apparently the, the, the 2s are incredible upgrades on the 1s. And just someone coming into Rode, just using them for the first time, they're amazing. Like right now, we're using them for a podcast and the audio is, well, we think is pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Um, but then you can just whack them on top of a camera and use them for scratch audio at a wedding or, you know, whatever, you, whatever you're doing with them. So, yeah, we've got a number of, number of them. Um, we've got Sony TX650s and 660s, which is a little um, pocket recorders. They're super handy just to put, you know, either into a jacket pocket or, you know, stick them onto a, a microphone for, for speeches or even for the ceremony, depending on what, what you know, what, what's there. And then in terms of wireless audio, I've got the Synco G2A2 um, set, which is uh, two transmitters, one receiver. The receiver goes on the camera, obviously. And then you've got the, the benefit of having two transmitters that you can put on the groom and the best man or the groom and the officiant or whatever the case may be. Um, but uh, really, really good to use them. In terms of lighting, obviously we use kind of lighting within the business for for both photo and video. So we've got a wide variety of things that we that we've got we've got a share of essentially. Mm. Um, but I use little um, I, I can't remember the name of them, but they're little Godox LED panels that are just perfect. You know, you yeah. you've seen them and used quite a few times. Yeah. You, know, you put them on a light stand. They're tiny. They weigh nothing. You can put them in your back pocket. Um, but they've got... You can forget them at a wedding. You can forget them at a wedding, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Been there, done that, unfortunately. We got her back. It's okay. We got her back, thankfully. Um, and yeah, you've got RGB with that, so <clears throat> if you want us to get creative, you can. Um, but yeah, you know, you've got 5600 if you want it there to, uh, you know, to light everything nicely. And um, yeah, that's pretty much that. Obviously, in terms of drones... You know, we, we both use drones. I've now got the TGI Mini 3 Pro. I used to have the Mavic Air 2, and I love the Mavic Air 2. But the fact that the Mini 3 Pro has 10-bit color, mm. again, for someone that uses 10-bit color religiously, uh, it makes a huge difference. So definitely love that. Uh, you've got a drone as well, don't you? I do. I've got the Mavic Air, the original one. Um, there we go. I just haven't... Uh I haven't felt the need to upgrade. Yeah. It's still pretty good. The quality it produces. So um, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. In terms of obviously the lighting that we kind of share in the business, because um, yeah, we obviously with two or three of us on a wedding day, there there's generally quite a bit of lighting going around. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, two Godox eighty two hundred Pros, which are are kind of staples for any off camera flash work that we do. Yeah. They uh-huh. really come in handy in the winter as well when it gets dark exactly. in Ireland around <laughs> three o'clock. <laughs> exactly. Um, we've got a couple of Godox flashes. I know we've got the uh, the V eight sixty two. We've got the V eight sixty three. We've got a couple of them laying around as well. Um, so yeah, that that's that's it as far as flashes are concerned. We obviously swear by Magmod, as you can see from the. Uh, from the logo in the background there. So we've got a couple of Magmod items. Uh, the Magbox would be the most popular, the, yeah, the, the ones that, the one that we use the most. 
Uh, absolutely love the Magbucks. And uh, yeah, that's it tripods? for... Tripods? Tripods are you right? Tripods, yeah. Like if, you, if you're doing video, obviously you need a, you need a good fluid head yeah. video tripod. If you're doing photo, there's nothing in particular that you really need. Just make sure that it has, it has sturdy legs. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, you know, obviously we have, due to the, due to the nature of our business, we probably have a lot more equipment than what most people would have mm. or need for that, for that matter. Um, but everything that we have has a purpose. Yeah. It has its job. We know what it does. We know what it, what it doesn't do we know what it can do if we need if we need to push it whatever the case is um but uh but yeah in terms of if you're starting out you know as far as photos concerned and as far as videos concerned the preference obviously is to have a camera with with dual card slots that in today's modern age it's almost a non-negotiable mm. you need to have dual card slots because you need that insurance policy that that's there you know, if you have a if you do have a card corrupt on you, mm. um, I did have a card corrupt on me once on the old A seven threes, and it's not a fun position to be in on a wedding day. It's the last thing that you want to really go through and feel because sometimes sometimes you won't even know if it's if you, you can if you done yeah and you, and you can't you don't know if you can save it until you've actually gotten to a laptop or. If you've gotten home to your to your desktop or whatever the case may be, uh, until then you don't know if it's salvageable, yeah. and even then it might be questionable after that. So um, yeah, just don't do it. You know, go for go for a camera that has dual card slots if you can stretch your budget that that far. Um, if you can't, it's you know try and try and do it ASAP. Mm. Uh, in terms of lenses, as Tim said. A 50mm 1.8 is lo- most of the time all you really need. Um, a good second lens then after that would be an 85mm 1.8, I yeah. think, especially for weddings. That's what you, yeah, I mean, full frame or crop sensor, essentially. Yeah, full frame or crop, whatever whatever it might be. Um, but those those two for weddings, you know, are, are a great combination. I, I used to use a 55mm 1.8 for Sony. And I sold it, and I hate myself for selling it. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting one again. But um, the 50, the 50 mil focal range or the focal length is perfect for weddings, and then the 85 mil is obviously great for compression and stuff like that. So I think if I've always said if if I almost started over again and yeah. I had the money, obviously it's an expensive lens. I think I would try and get a 2470 2.8 just yeah. again for that aperture and you almost you can shoot on one body then I mean I prefer to have two bodies just as a one as a backup but yeah if you could get away with it or you had the money the 2470 covers the nice wide angles and then you can zoom and it'll it'll have a bit more reach and, and obviously yeah. it's a bit pricey and um I've personally gone for second hand in the past um <laughs> I've actually had a 2470 in my in my bag at one stage but I, when I could upgrade, I got the 35 and the 85 and I like that combination. I know it's very popular and people debate whether it's the best or not. And yeah. I'm not saying it is the best. I'm just saying that's how I found my style is by using the 35 mil and the yeah. 85 mil. But if, if I was going for one lens and only one lens in my kit, I would try and get that 2470. But if I was starting out and I had a budget, 
yeah. 50 mil straight up 50 mil and then get that 85 afterwards because that 85 definitely just adds something a whole new element and you you take a step back and you can almost get the background to look like it's right in front of the people um or right behind them rather yeah um right behind your couple when you're shooting and uh yeah that that's it yeah absolutely so yeah just obviously to yeah to just to kind of land the plane so to speak definitely minimum of one camera preferably two uh with with card slots with dual card slots sorry uh 35 mil or 50 or 50 mil 1.8 thereabouts depending on what brand some brands you know they might have a less than desirable 50 mil 1.8 so you might be looking at a 35 mil 1.8 there sometimes can be a big price difference i know in sony there is like you can get the 50 mil 1.8 for maybe 250 bucks whereas the 35 mil 1.8 is probably six or seven hundred mm. so there's quite a big difference with with that they're both good enough the 35 mil 1.8 is amazing if you are uh if you are looking at sony or if you do have a sony um and then yeah if, if you if you're doing photo get a flash it's never yeah. going to be um you're always going to have a need for it at some point or another whether it's just for the first dance or if it's a dark day and you need some light or if it's if, if it's a dark room um and don't be scared of it don't be scared <laughs> of a lot it. of learn, people say yeah exactly flash. learn and how to use flash yeah and a lot of people say oh i'm a natural natural light photographer only we are basically natural light <laughs> and then during the dancing or the speeches yeah. it gets dark early you, you have to have to bring it out and, yeah exactly and just learn to use it exactly and then um in terms of video, obviously you're going to need a, a, tri a tripod definitely for at least the ceremony and speeches. You're going to need a gimbal. Um, the gimbal with the RS2 and the RS3s and stuff, there's a lot of options out there. I know there's the, R the RS3 mini, mini now as yeah, well, which on. I'm kind of looking into. Um, that's definitely a possibility. And um, yeah, obviously then yeah. audio. Audio, you yeah. need some good audio uh, for for video, and yeah, I I swear by the TX six fifties and the TX six sixties. They're small, they're they're compact, they're very easy to lose as well, um, and especially if someone has it in their pocket and they walk off with it, you might never see it again. But it's the audio quality from it, and considering its price, mm. it's really really good. So. I think also in, in saying all of this, we didn't just buy all of this at once. It took a while yeah. to build this up. And yeah. so we went through lenses, tried them out, didn't like them. We went through recorders and we're like, no, that one's bugs yeah. out at this point. And, and we've, yeah, we've done that, that research and, yeah. and we've realized this is our best setup for us. Um, yeah. and, and it's taken time. It didn't, it did not happen overnight. I think it took me. I'd say six, year, six years to get the gear I have now, just yeah. buying new, upgrading, and then when a new one comes out, looking at it, saving up, selling my old one, buying a new one. Um, it took it took time. Yeah. And um, I think also we, we sort of said a whole lot of gear there. We did, it, it felt like we said a lot, a, a lot of items. But yeah. in actual fact, it's only three bags. We When we go to a wedding, we have your case, my backpack, and your lighting backpack. Yeah. And then the mag mod, the mag, uh, yeah, the mag the, box. the mag box and stuff is, is separate, yeah. And that's it. Everything fits into, I mean, all of my gear fits into one backpack. Yeah. I mean, it's a big backpack for sure, 
but we've streamlined it to make it that I, I remember when I shot one of my first weddings, I was walking around with three bags, just being oh. like cameras, lenses, like which one in case I need this one and pull it out. Yeah. And then you never actually grab it. Um, so we have streamlined it to our needs yeah. and, uh, and, and yeah, we can fit it all. And it's so easy to move. It's, it's pick up in the car on one trip. Yeah. Yeah. And again, as, as Tim said, um, you know, you don't need, you don't need everything from that list. You don't need all the lenses, all the gear, all this, all that. You just, you will need some of it. As I said, you know, you'll need preferably a camera with, with two card slots. You'll need one or two good lenses that you can trust that, you know, and sometimes the best thing to, to work out if, if something is for you or not is just to rent it as well. Like yeah. There is somewhere to rent camera gear anywhere in the world, I feel. Like there's even even here in Ireland, there's probably about two or three in Dublin that I know of that you can literally call up and have something organized mm. within a couple of minutes. Or even try and borrow from a friend if you can. All that, all yeah. that. So, you know, if you, if you are just starting out or if, or if you're keen to get into weddings or whatever the case may be, and you don't know what to what to go for, what not to go for. Rent or borrow, and yeah. see see how you get on. And you know, that's the only way to to find out if you if you something works for you is to use it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of the overall. That's definitely the the macro view of of yeah. our of our gear and what we think works and what we would advise. You know, anyone lo- looking to get into the industry or to get serious about the industry. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's no, there's no one's better than the other. It is a lot of preference. Um, maybe the colors slightly differ between sensors, yeah. but as a whole, you can fix that in editing and yeah, and like we're not. I'm not saying Ken's the best. You are saying Sony's the best. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, not so openly, but <laughs> I mean, now that now that you're asking me, probably no. They're <laughs> they're just. Maybe go go to a camera store and pick one up and say, "Oh, I like where the buttons are on this one. Oh, I like how this feels in my hand." Yeah. Um, and and go from there, really. I mean, yeah. just play around. You know, look, I've been shooting Sony for four years now, and if I pick up a Canon, I still prefer how it feels in my hand to a Sony. Yeah. So and that's crazy. But the color and everything else yeah. is worth it well, to me. You know. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Personal right. preference. Personal exactly. Preference. Exactly. That. That's what it is. All right, so I think we'll probably end it there. Lovely. That has been a whole load of things, a whole lot of information. Um, hopefully none of it useless. Um, and yeah, if you have any comments, questions, whatever the case may be, feel free to join us on our Facebook group, The Creative Collective. We would love to see you there. Um, it's where you can interact with us. We can interact with you. We can learn more about what everyone is doing, what everyone's not doing. Um, and you can ask us questions about topics that we've discussed in the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. And that's it, really. I'm I'm done from my side. I think we, we chatted about everything we wanted to chat about. And uh, see you on the next one. Yeah, see you on the next one. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. Cheers.